Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I'm Kim Holderness. And I'm Ben Holderness. Welcome to the Holderness Family Podcast, you guys. We are so glad you're here. Yeah, this is this is our favorite part of the week. Uh, if you know us, we are frequently making crazy corny videos that we jump around and then we edit and we put together and we hope that you enjoy. This is a little more chill, you guys. A lot more chill. A little chill. more enjoyable little. for the people who are making the product. Um, if it helps you to visualize us with jazz hands, know that we are just currently with jazz hands at all times. Right. But right now, if you'd like to like visualize this, I'm wearing, I think, a bathing suit. I know. And a hoodie. I'm um, very and Crocs and Crocs. It's a, it's a good look. I love and, it. And Kim is wearing a prop doctor's. It's very cold up here, outfit. and the only thing within my reach was like a prop doctor's coat. Anyway, you guys, we have exciting news, breaking news. We just found out our audiobook, Everybody Fights, so why not get better at it on on Audible? It's the Audible deal of the day. Yes. The so, day that this podcast drops. Yes. So it's if you're listening on August twenty fourth, two thousand twenty one, today. This day, the podcast came out. You can get our audiobook for only two ninety five. What? Check out the link in our show notes to redeem the offer. That's a really good deal. It actually, it and, really is. And I'm just going to say this: we we wrote a book. It was great. It's fun to read. It's more fun to listen to, in my opinion. I think that like there's a little bit extra. So here's a review actually from Kristen, who recently listened to our audiobook. She said, "I bought the physical book and the audiobook." Kristen, I love you. Uh, the audiobook is excellent. It's read by the authors, and it's exactly like enjoying their podcast, which you should also check out. Plus, Penn brought his guitar and piano into the recording studio, so you get bonus content. They go off script enough that it feels like you're in a live book talk with them throughout. Loved it, Kristen. I. I don't even know that I'm related to her, and she left that nice pot, that nice review. I, in fact, I don't even think I'm related to a Kristen, so I don't know this person. And they left that review. Thank you. Thank you, Kristen. All right, now this week we're going to break down a phrase that we say all the time in our family with our relationship. We use it a lot in our book. Here it is. You ready? We we should have pillows embroidered with this. Mature people ask for what they want. 
and we're going to break down a few of the tips on how to ask for what you want. But first, it sounds like the most simple thing, right? right? Just just tell me what you want. Ask for what you want. Why is asking for what you want so flipping hard? Yeah. Um, so I have a theory on it, mm-hmm. and it goes back to the first conversation that you and I had in a pseudo counseling environment with my father. Mm-hmm. Actually, before we even got married, we took this test and the test showed that we had a good relationship. It showed that we had a vitalized relationship. That was the term that my dad used for it. He's like, this is this is a good one. This means you guys are going to stick together. I'm By the so- way, his dad's a pastor and he married us. So that's why he did this kind of yeah, weird pre-marital. It was a little weird, but go ahead. That's right. So, but then he also said, you guys are going to be walking on eggshells a lot because you are going to make sure you're pleasing the other person because Mm -hmm. that is why you're here. That's how you got here. But guess what? That's not how you're going to finish up because all of dating and most of engagement, at least for us, was just like, this is awesome. This is new. We've got to keep this going. We've got to make sure it's perfect. At some point, you start living together, which is weird that they don't ask you to live together when you're engaged, mm-hmm. that that's like a, a taboo thing in some... I mean, we lived together as we were engaged. We did, and my parents were like terrified by it. But I think my dad with this advice would probably say, hey, you got you to gotta get used to each other and you got to ask for what you want because if you walk on eggshells forever, it's going to build up and resentment's going to build up as well. So it starts early on with that goo goo gaga romantic phase and you never really flip a switch or say out loud you flip a switch. This is a great way to flip that switch. Just saying the mantra. Yeah. And so just so you know, we use this phrase, mature people ask for what they want daily with our children. When we ask, you know, what do you guys want to eat for dinner? Where where do you want to go? Whatever is the simple stuff. And it's, I don't care. I don't care. We're trying to enforce that, you know, it, it is, there's a certain amount of confidence with comes with, with making a decision. So as a people pleaser, you and I are both people pleasers. And yeah, and we were, especially when we started dating there. So we're going to get into it, but our, our and we're going to get into it and we get into the chapter. And then here on the podcast, we had, we do the three whys. So we basically ask a question, give an answer, and then ask why three times to dig down. And so I'll do that exercise here with, myself i'll just play along with myself why is it so hard to ask for what you want well i don't want to live in conflict why do you not want to live in conflict it makes me very uncomfortable to not be in harmony with the person i love and my needs aren't as important right why when it comes down to the third why is I just want to be loved and I just want to be liked and I just want to be seen. And sometimes in my previous life, especially, I felt like if I asked for what I really wanted, then you wouldn't love me as much. Wow. So, yeah, and we're going to get back to the whys, but that was you using this exercise to explain why you don't ask for what you want, which is very meta because you came up with, you just gave the solution and it helped you explain the problem. Right. Um, so something as simple as, what do you, where do you want to go for dinner? I mostly say, oh, I don't care. I usually care. You absolutely care. You like every time I ask you what you like, where you want to go to dinner, you say I don't care, and then I say we're going somewhere, and you immediately tell me you don't want to go there. <laughs> exactly. So I'm getting more comfortable. It I'm boils more comfortable. down to even even if I'm going to Chipotle, 
what do you want whatever and i bring back a burrito with chicken and beans and you're like don't you even know me at all no i don't get like that but i will say (laughs) on a an example from our early days was i i didn't have the language to use around being an introvert or feeling okay with not being surrounded by a lot of people or being the center of attention it makes me very uncomfortable Penn has wanted a big wanted a big wedding ever since he was a little girl. So when we were planning our wedding, knowing that you know my parents definitely contributed what they could, but we were going to have to pay for a chunk of it. Sure. I felt very nervous about that because we were not exactly rolling in it, and I wanted. I just I felt so uncomfortable throughout the process. It's not that I knew that I wanted a small wedding in my head. I'm like, oh, I'm supposed to have a big wedding. I would just was in so uncomfortable through the entire process. Yeah. But if we were to do it now, I could say, well, wait, I want 12 people there tops. Right. Let's go back there. Let's, let's spend some time back there uh, at, at the, the wedding planning phase. Did you feel like I was explaining well, why I wanted a big wedding? Absolutely. Okay. You know, that's what you wanted. Right. Like you, that, and, that and there brings, was a because behind it too. Right. right because was, everyone in your family has this, you want to be able to celebrate. They're all very valid reasons. Right. All the, and that's, that's the issue is that with something as specific as that, I guess you could compromise and have a medium sized wedding, right. but there's not your, your reasons are for wanting a big wedding are just as valid as my reasons for wanting very few people there i got you so so that's one of those that's one of those situations where i didn't even know that's what i wanted and before we get to the solutions i just i want to get into your headspace when that Mm -hmm. was happening like were you having i I remember you had some like fits of a little bit of fits of anxiety when we were going to the places and i thought it was because you weren't able to find the right place for you were you just generally anxious about the fact that this was going to be a big wedding like throughout the entire planning process i think that's what it because i noticed i noted your anxiety i just i i I didn't even have the words to to because i thought that's what i was supposed to do and i think you can really dive into women do this thing where we just we do the things that we're supposed to do a lot and we don't stand up for ourselves enough um i mean certainly for me weddings were not about what (laughs) they really weren't about what people wanted they were about it's going to be a big ass wedding right that was always the case in my family right um so so i would just wanted to give an example of a like a more substantial time when i did not feel comfortable asking for what i wanted because i wanted you i wanted you to have a great experience and i wanted you to love me and i wanted i wanted that to happen that being i i'm so happy we're married i loved being married i love being married to you and yeah. i've said at our wedding it i was very nervous with people looking at me i i don't know i that's just me yeah. and my personality i want to i want to keep going down this road because i want to learn some from you by looking into our past because we've gotten better at this 100 percent. so when you i remember this i was like i want eight groomsmen which I thought was a normal amount. Our family's like, we have eight, 10. We just have a lot of friends. We have like a ton of groomsmen. And I remember you saying, okay, let me see if I can find eight bridesmaids. I think I can do this. And of course you did. You have well, a lot of friends. Well, I had been friends. in 13 weddings. So that's, I mean, I actually had to trim down there. Understood. But I like, that should have been one of my first signs because I think you did, that was the first time you said something like, boy, this is a pretty big wedding party. 
and I in in the back of my head I was like, oh, this is the way things are done. This is how how weddings are done. It's how it's the way things are done. You know, eight eight of these ushers, two hundred people, and then you know we basically spend the entire time talking and not enjoying each other. Right. But I didn't. Again, I didn't have the language to say to even recognize within my own body to like oh that tightness in your chest Mm -hmm. that maybe that's not just regular nerves maybe that's something we should honor and look into and i have to say i've become my body tells me before my brain can recognize like before you're gonna be anxious that that, you know what this isn't a situation i'm gonna be comfortable in yeah the problem is that i've become so good at recognizing this tightness in my chest and the the kind of clenching of my throat that i now have become so good at saying no to things that i've built so many boundaries that now i have no friends i mean (laughs) i have have friends but i have friends that i have my you were in my life forever, ride or die friend, but I don't do well at like, oh my gosh, so they're, PC's <laughs> going to a new school and there was a parent, like mask on parent thing and they're like, okay, Q&A time, Q&A time, now go out and mingle. And I'm like, what? Just the word mingle. I, I, I found the one person I knew or there was like three people I knew and I'm like, I'm going to talk to you guys and Under nobody else. Yeah, yeah, and nobody else. So I get, but it's, also, it's hard to mingle with masks on. I'm sorry. Like, I, look, science, 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 science wins. I'm a huge fan of science. Wear a mask, but it it, it does. It stunts your ability to n- meet new people. Oh like, if gosh. you meet someone you've never met before, you kind of want to know what their face is going to oh look gosh, like. Can I? This has nothing to do with our podcast, but very funny. So, the first person I saw was our guest, my gastroenterologist. I have ulcerative colitis, so I get a colonoscopy every year, and I really only see this man as he's about. I'm about to, to be look sedated, in your... and he's about to look up my butt. <laughs> And so I recognized him because he's always been in a mask, you know. I was like, hey, Dr. Blank. And he's like, oh, call me, you know, in his first name. He's like, oh, I'm not used to seeing you with just your eyes. I said, you are used to just seeing my butt. So we Did you say that out loud? Yes. But I was really awkward. I have no filter when I get nervous. So um, anyway, so so there there is a line there's a line between like honor and this is not what this podcast is about but like honoring the the ability to say no and then also challenge challenging yourself knowing that being around people and all those things is good for you when is the time you've had trouble asking for what you want i mean there there was one covered in the book right here which was which was um i mean sex i think that's a a pretty common one right Mm -hmm. i um if if i feel like I, I just sort of have like a natural um, desire that recycles itself after a couple of days. So I like to, I like to do that. And I think back in the day I would get pouty when it wasn't happening. And I would think that like, okay, it's not, it, you know, it's me. She's just not into me anymore. And I would uh, get like quiet and moody mm-hmm. and until you said, Oh, what's wrong. And then I would, then that's how I would do it. It's not guys, not a great way to get some. It just was like the because I was so embarrassed to say what I wanted. I needed it to like come from from you. Doesn't work at all. Um, but uh, I, I found out pretty quickly that just saying that that you like wanted, you actually realize that the other person a lot of times does too, unless you're brooding in the corner and just like waiting for something to happen. Mm-hmm. So that was one. Um, and uh, so there's also one. There's one like I, I think I need to tell you something that I that I want now. 
Okay. But I don't know. I'm, and I'm actually kind of embarrassed, so I don't know how so to... So here's, here's one of the reasons why it's so hard to tell somebody what you need. Uh, th- there's the fear of rejection. We talked about it. The yeah. judgment and then the feeling selfish. So which one of these do you are you feeling right now? Selfish. Okay. I'm feeling selfish. Okay. Um, so we have a... a I, and I think it works. Like one of our success stories has been that we have uh, I, we've like tailored the going to bed ritual to meet things that you want, um, which is total darkness. So let's do a list. Let's do the list of what you need to go to sleep. I now in my mid forties need a sleep. I have a sleep routine. It's total darkness, total silence. No, I have a little white noise. I have like a fan and um, a wall of uh, pillows around me. Because I have like a pillow system. I have like a pillow under my head, a pillow under my arm, and then one on my side in case I switch to the side. Right. And I <laughs> cannot move, stir. You can? I, I really can't. Because if I, if I, I do I feel like it, you have restless leg. You move your leg a lot. Okay. I can move one leg. I can't get out of bed. I can't. Like, I got to be careful not Don't to move. I sound like a dream the to sheets. sleep with? Listen, I, like, I want, you're a lighter sleeper than me, so I understand this. I get this. Mm-hmm. What I want is, I, I, right now, it feels like a clinical operation every evening <laughs> for me, and it actually gives me a little bit of anxiety right before I go to bed. Okay. Um, and so, I think I just need some sort of, like, physical it doesn't I, we don't need to have sex like it's too late like let's have sex in the middle of the day we don't need to have sex before we go to bed that's just a whole whole new thing i know that you love me we find other times for that i need like some kind of reassurance or like something a snuggle or just look at me and say i love you just because it feels like when it happens now that i'm it's the prison cell has locked and i and i've got and i've got this like specific thing that i've got to do and Look, it's working. You're getting better sleep. Mm-hmm. I know that you have needs, but I, I guess I just need something a l- before I go <laughs> to bed. A little less sterile. <laughs> a little less like a, you're doing a sleep study in a hotel room. <laughs> and, 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 but I, I just recognized the anxiety recently, like the, oh, okay. m- maybe the last week or so. And I was like, what's happening to me? Oh. Oh, I'm not allowed to move. Well, okay. So, I go to bed later. That's the other problem. So, right? so Penn goes to bed later. He likes a screen on. And so he has his laptop open and he's usually watching a movie or reading a book or, or like reading a book on a Kindle or something. like there's something with a, a, a bright light source and doing a crossword at the same time. So there's like, that's what he needs to kind it's of not that bright of a light. Sorry. It's not, it's bright for you. It's, it's bright, bright for, for you. me. I got you. Um, so the room is illuminated, whereas I need like we've we've discussed we've our, our the windows or the walls are painted like a almost black because I need um, this sort of darkness. So I rush to get to bed because I have this fear of missing sleep, and you know people have FOMO, like the fear of missing out. I have FOMS, the fear of missing sleep. So I'm kind of rushing to get to bed, and in in that I have made it like an exam room. So okay, one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, 
you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or even exhilarating. But one thing's for certain if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you will gain insights and uncover truths that you can only find in therapy. Get those personal breakthroughs and judgment-free support by signing up for Talkspace. At Talkspace.com, you can sign up online and get a personalized match with a provider that's right for you, typically within 48 hours. There's no need to commute to appointments, miss time at work, or line up childcare in order to attend sessions. It's mental health care made easy. Talkspace is also affordable and in-network with most major insurers. To celebrate May, Mental Health Awareness Month, and the power of talking it out in therapy, Talkspace is offering every listener of this podcast $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com slash Holderness. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash Holderness to get $80 off your first month with code SPACE80 and to show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash Holderness with code SPACE80. Hey, I'll do, I'll do, appointment I, to snuggle tonight. Right, but I need to do the, I need to do the why thing. So, okay. so, so you guys heard Kim use this exercise earlier. If you, if you really, if you, if you ask the question why, and the other person says because when they talk about what you want, you, you not only get a little bit deeper into the reasons why they want to do it and into their like deepest wants and desires, you also learn a little bit about your partner. Right. right? And the word because is so important in this process. Yeah. If you use the, it's it's proven. Uh, there was a study we quoted in our book that when you use the word because when giving a reason, you're more likely to get what you want. Yeah. Okay. So let's do it. So I would say like, I would like our going to bed process to be a little more personal and a little <laughs> less sterile. Why? Because currently, <laughs> when this happens, I feel like it is the beginning. Well, oh, you know what? Let me, let's, let me start with this. Because the way that it is currently gives me uh, some mild anxiety. Why? Because when that moment happens, I feel alone and I feel uh, a, a little less loved. Okay. Um. And uh, it's it's a tough feeling to go to bed with, even though even though I know that's not true. I know that you love me, but that I think all of everything around that ritual has. I think it's just I think it's just gotten to me and made me feel lonely. And I think if you get first of all, I'm sorry, and I thank you. Don't, for, no, no, but I, but I also don't like. I, no, well, I, I want you to ask for what you want. Right. So we, we have two what, what you want things that are like conflicting with each other, and I want you to be able to do all these things. Well, th- first of all, thank you for sharing this uh, with our podcast listeners. Um, no, but thank you for sharing this and feeling safe to do so. I would say it's interesting that when it comes down to it, whether it's ordering Chipotle or asking for what you want in a bedtime routine. 
the the last the answer to the last why for me and prop for you as well is always like because I want to feel loved. Yeah. And and Isn't I that think that's all it's what we're all every single person listening to this just wants to feel seen, feel heard and feel loved. So I would say um okay, we can um do a little snuggle time. It doesn't have to be snuggle time. It could just be look over at me and say, "Hey bud, I love you." <laughs> Not like from 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 stack the pillows. <laughs> I'm going to bed now. Um, so, and again, I want to say this again. I this started because you were asking for something you wanted, and it's really helped you. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't even realize that it was bothering me until my body told me that it was bothering me. Right. So, isn't that crazy how that happens? Yeah, I um, and that that's where I run into trouble because yeah my body is a really good indicator of people talk about how depression and anxiety can be a gift because it can alert you if it's you know typically i was in some not ideal relationships before i met my husband and i was just a wreck i just i i was i was a wreck and i think it was my body saying like dude get the hell out of here I was in jobs where I, I remember my first job in particular. Oh my God, it was terrible. And the guy was, I mean, there was a little sexual harassment, but I was, why did you feel you needed to mumble that? Sexual harassment. <laughs> um, and I would be on my bathroom floor, just like shaking with anxiety. And that, that, that was literally my body going, get out. So I, I know better now how to honor that, but now I need to dial it back a little bit and no, say, I want you to do all the things you're already doing. Just say I love you. <laughs> I mean, like it's my love language. Just, just be nice. I, I just know. think that the la- like the last thing. It's the last thing is such a lingering thing, right? Mm-hmm. The last thing you do before you go to bed. I, I feel like that affects. Maybe it's just me. It affects. It affects you. Me, me saying, "Hey, did you put your snore guard in?" Is not a romantic <laughs> way to go to bed. Oh. It doesn't have to be romantic. I'm telling you. Like I understand. You and I find, and if you read our book, you know that we we still have a healthy situation with that. I would say the next part is, and it's all of these things are so obvious, but you have to be reminded is stop thinking your partner's a mind reader. Yeah. So I, I feel like I know you better than anybody. You know me better than anybody. Yeah. I still had no idea that that's how you were feeling. Well, you were asleep. I know. (laughs) And just because they, I can't read your mind doesn't mean I don't love you. Um, and I feel like we fall into this trap a lot that I, I can sense your mood. You do a really good job of sensing my mood. But sometimes you just have to verbalize. Yeah. Yeah. Because this person, like I got a lot going on in this noggin. I, I Sometimes I, I don't make enough space for you. Uh, but, but also, and look, I know that all the things that you ask for before you go to sleep and we were joking about it but like silence you don't get enough silence i don't give you silence ever this is like that's your silent time you deserve that silent time so i don't want to take that away from you babe i don't Um, you've like you've you've earned it with a day of no silence but i think there is but there's definitely a compromise in there there's an easy way to um, whether that's, I think our kids are older now, so I feel like they go to bed after I do now. <laughs> so yeah, there's not a lot of just me sitting. I was, <laughs> our kids are so cute. And I, I always say to myself, I'm like, oh, they're going to be gone so soon. So just don't miss these opportunities. But, um, as most wholesome families do, we like to play poker after dinner. <laughs> hey, 
Math. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Probability. So, so we have this like poker chips and Penn's taught him how to play poker. And there was a night, the other night, I just didn't want to play. And so I came up to my room and I was sitting there scrolling TikTok and I was just like zoning out. And Lola came up. She's like, aren't you going to play with us? And the way she asked, and she's going to high school. And I was like, Oh, of course I'm going to play with you. But when, but I was... I you was, did not want to play. I did not. I, was, I just went all in like every turn. And I and like won occasionally. I'm like, oh God, I'm trying to lose my chips. And I kept going... That's on right. On. You went on a, on a heater. You just kept going all in. I know. I'm like, I'm trying lose. to lose. Um, so I, I think that I need to probably create some boundaries there um, about when is this is my... This is my time. Everybody does, man. Yeah. And the family. The kids need boundaries too. I mean, I think everyone's got a room they can go to. I guess you and I don't really have one. Um, although you're, we're getting you an office with a door. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. After we're all putting, this time. We, we um, donated our dining room furniture and I put a desk in there. And we're going to put some doors on it and suck it to the next people who buy this house. You'd have a weird middle of the floor plan office. Uh, and also who uses dining rooms? I know, right? Nobody uses a dining no. room. Um, some important tips on asking for what you want. First of all, rip it off like a Band-Aid. Yeah. Just say it and have your three whys ready. Your three if, becauses. Yeah, your three becauses, right? And and even if your partner, your partner's not going to know to question those. But know, if you can fast forward to the end, which is usually, I just, I feel lonely and I want to feel loved. Mm-hmm. It's going to really help your cause but don't score keep with your partner and make it feel like they owe you for something they did wrong or because they recently got something i think you and i used to do that when it came to um when we used to go on like girls weekends guys weekends and you love you we're always like okay you should go on this girls weekend so i can go on this guys weekend and it was like a score keeping thing yep. like and you would you would you had this mental math you would play like we don't need to and, do that well i'll tell you it also, we have more financial independence now than we used to, but sometimes scorekeeping can become financial. I just want to, I want to put that out yeah. there. Like if, if you're going on a trip, the other person feels like, okay, if you're spending this much money, I, I need to be able to do something and spend this much money. Um, and that, that is a real thing um, that, that can be part of it. So yeah, that'd be silly to ignore that, but talk about what you want when it comes to that. So that's, here's, here's the trick. If you want to spend some of your money on experiences, if you tell your wife that instead of scorekeeping, that's another thing. That's good. Yeah. And, and that's a different podcast, but our counselor taught us that we spend our morals and our values. So some people, value possessions or cars um and or and, retirement or, or the ability or to or have savings. financial independence yeah. and, and then some people we prefer experiences and it's good that you and i line up on that yeah because i know a lot of friends who are married to somebody who loves a big expensive truck while the other partner would prefer to spend it on sushi and going out and going on a vacation so when you're when your spending values are not in line it does it does cause conflict but when but when you and i were you know we were just married and things were very very it was very very tight yeah it it, it led to some financial scorekeeping which was not ideal sure but but not just financial just all kinds of scorekeeping like you got you you get this now i want this right you should be comfortable enough to say what you want all the time Right. And I have to say, while this has been a work in progress in our marriage, and as you've just heard, we, we aren't 
we do a better job, but it's not perfect. We are trying our very best to teach our children this, especially our daughter, because I think I, I don't even, although I, I think I'm like strong, independent woman, I think there's messaging that's given to girls that they are not as confident asking for what they want. I don't know why that is. And we, I mean, is it is it sort of a tradition in history and uh, um, kind of of subservience? I mean, if you if you go back to what a man woman relationship looked like fifty years ago, or even with my parents, uh, women's needs were expected to be secondary. Yeah, right. I, I think there is this dynamic. I was just talking with our producer Anne Marie about women we feel that so if if i wanted to go out with my friends i used to say well you went out the other night so i'm gonna go here and i also fed the kids and i bathed the kids and i got them ready for bed like i feel like i have to earn that and but you would have no problem with me just taking that and i think maybe some of it's taught some of it's baked in that we don't do a great job of just coming out and putting ourselves first. And I'm trying to teach my daughter to put herself first, to put herself first. And she's doing a great job. I, she has some, she's created some boundaries and some friendships and she's aware of some friendships. Like she's, she uses language that is so mature around certain friendships. And she knows she's like, okay, that's, that's not a friend I can share personal things with, but that friend is really fun to go to dinner with. Yeah. And that friend, I, 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 I need no more of that friend because that friend's actually not a friend because they're only, they only reach out to me when they need something, not when, and they don't return my calls when I need something. And she's, she'll cut them out. Man, with Lola just in general, this, uh, I'm kind of going off topic. Like I'm watching this girl turn into a woman and it is stunningly amazing she's just amazing between the way that she talks the way that she works the way that she is on the tennis court um and like add on the fact that she's like 510 just got her braces off and like her acne's clearing up she's like beautiful <laughs> and i'm just waiting right it's just perfect right now and, and i'm just waiting because she's about to go into high school and some ish is gonna happen of course but, but right now it's pretty amazing oh man i know i just need her to teach it like a master class on and she is She's bizarrely confident, just total. Well, you've done a good job helping her with that. I know. It's like she's entering. I mean, she plays tennis and she loves tennis. She's playing in a tennis tournament this weekend. That's it, the, she just wanted to play and win this weekend. And the only one we were like, hey, we're busy. So it needs to be in our town. <laughs> well, you're going to get your head kicked. In. Yeah. And, and so it's way advanced and older. It's an older age division. And I'm like, um, honey, she's like, well, I just think it'd be fun to win a game or two against these girls. Like, what if I could just win like a like a. Um, just like a couple points and like and she's so fine with that yeah whereas i was never that brave so she's just she's like oh it's fine i mean i'm i'm sure i'll lose but what if i can get a few games i'm like what if indeed good for you yeah yeah all right so um we just went way off topic anyway we we did but i i I think we've given people uh what this podcast promised to give which was um talking about what we want bringing up some embarrassing situations and talking about some of the tips on top of it. Uh, this applies to everything. You guys, it applies to 
time alone. It applies to sex. It applies yeah. to food. It applies to the way that you talk to your kids, the way that you talk to each other. If you don't feel like you're being talked to correctly, this works for all of these things. If you are ready with the because, and if you're honest about the because, oh, and here's a big one. Don't say you try to avoid you talk about don't I, I, for example, when I'm talking about it, I don't want to be like, well, you do this. Why? Because you do this. It needs to be about I. Yeah, when you're I saying feel, these things. Yep. I, I would also say if you read this is the chapter where I talk about um, my, my sexy time needs. And this is the chapter in the book we re, we reorganized. So when we wrote the book, it was like chapter six, but then when it was published. We made it chapter seven, something like that. And my mother was one of our proofreaders. I'm like, whatever you do, there's one full chapter on sex and there's another sneaky half chapter about asking for what you want. And I, it's a good chapter, but I was talking about bedroom stuff. And I was like, mom, just don't read this. And I gave her the wrong chapter numbers. And so she accidentally read this. So she knows all about our conversations in the bedroom. So you're welcome. Yay. Mom. You're welcome. And the bottom line, the cliff notes to that is the first the first way that we solved um, our like they weren't problems, but like our sexual deficiencies, like we both realized we weren't doing it as much as we wanted to mm-hmm. at the same time was to schedule it. Yeah. And to find a time for it. And then the second issue, which was that um, one of us was uh, was batting a thousand <laughs> and the other one was not, um, which I think is a common thing in relationships. We brought in uh, assistant artillery. Yes. And and, uh, and and also used other means as well to make sure that <laughs> we are talking in such good. Anyway, get the audio book. We it's super yeah, embarrassing if, well, to read if, out loud. If you're a baseball fan, you got most of what I just said. So there. it was super embarrassing to actually read it in a studio with um, an audio engineer yeah. um, through the glass. So it'll be super great. But yeah. girls, I'll, I'll tell you this. Guys want you to bat a thousand. Yes. They do. We're not really as selfish as you think we are. We want you to bat a thousand. We're just not always capable of <laughs> getting you there. So, um, so, but we want it. <laughs> oh my God. I'm embarrassed for the people listening to this. Anyway, it was a great chapter of the book. Um, and again, audio, audio, audible deal of the day today. If you're listening today, um, it's, it's always going to be available, but today's just like, it's and a if, good deal. If you order it much more and all this stuff also from experts. So like we, what we just did now was us empirical as lab rats in this. We bring in science. We bring in counselors. Science. We bring in people who know more about what they're saying than us. So if you're more curious about these things, you should definitely check that out. Well, thank you for listening. And if you made it to the end, take a snapshot, snapshot. Oh my gosh. Screenshot. And uh, tag us in like your Instagram stories. I'd love to, I'd yeah. love to reply to those. Is snapshot that thing that Lola's talking about now? Like Snapchat. I just chat. Yeah, but they'll be like, I just snapshotted her. Snapchatted. Oh, extend a message. That's still a thing. Uh, I, she doesn't use it as much. Okay, sorry. I and I and I check her phone still because I'm her mother. Which um, that's a whole other thing. That's a whole other thing. Anyway, I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Have a great rest of the day, even if it's at the end of the day. And if it's at the end of the day, tell your spouse you love them before you go. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.